This is the Monate Fela podcast from your ultimate campus radio, Kofsi FM. Welcome back to the Monate Fela breakfast. Joined in studio with uh, the Actors Alive crew, Sive and Estelle. Welcome to studio, ladies. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Good, thanks. Oh, but uh, Cape Townian ladies, so yes. I, I must ask because I know things are very futuristic there. Um, identify as ladies, I make some offense. No, no. Okay, cool. Okay, uh, I actually got into trouble for that once upon a time. But now the, the other reason I have to do is because we're speaking about actors' life, specifically actors' life. There wasn't named actresses' life. Let's start there. What uh, what was the thinking behind naming the, the play? I don't think um, I never called myself an actress. Okay. I just never did, and this was before the Me Too movement and everything mm. that happened. I just didn't feel like. Uh, it's not a description of the job as much as actor is for me. Mm. You're acting, you're an actor. Oh, fair as fair. It's just a plain. Gender neutral term. Yeah. Oh, very good. So, okay. Actor in the play, right? And Sive, you are the stage director, stage manager. Stage manager, yes. What's the difference? Uh, well, actually, I'm like a stage director, stage manager in okay. this because I mean, Estelle is—it's a one-woman show. Yeah. But I am the one who operates the life, the life of the show, mm. and operates the lights and everything else. So yeah. Okay, so we're having a conversation about the play, and the play is all about being an actor yes. and and the life behind the scenes of an actor. What inspired you to say, you know, what this is what I need to write a play about? So many things um, that people <laughs> told me over the years that just sunk in bit by bit and then uh, I was having a real slump in my career I hadn't really booked a job for about two years and I was writing trying what to create my own what did you eat own. for two years? I did a lot of other things oh I see I see yes uh, te- teach pilates pets it yeah millions okay. of other jobs um, just to keep the roof over my head and so I decided it's time I have to make my own work and sat down and wrote this and it's basically an amalgamation of mm. my life, my stories and everything I've heard, seen when I worked in casting, just when I got into the industry I worked behind the scenes um, and saw all the different actors and how they come into an audition space and it's very interesting um, what happens and how people change. And yes, it flowed very naturally the first round, and then the rewrite started. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so it's been refined and re- readapted and, and everything over the last version ten. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, so we know we're getting top draw type of uh, yes, type of acting. Now, <laughs> when I saw the tease, um, and it was it was intriguing to say the least. I, I was like really drawn to the play before I'd even seen the tease based on just the blurb. But then uh, I saw the tease, and I was like, wait, like this has no relevance to me. Like, I, I don't care. Like if an actor, the actor can't get a job, but like I'm so intrigued by what what's actually going on behind the scenes because I love watching theatre and I love watching. I mean, mm. I suppose it's not just just for theatre; it's for any it's sort of film, performance. Yeah, yeah, TV. And you would have never thought. Like we always hear the stories about you know how difficult it is to get a job, and most of Hollywood is filled with actress waitresses and whatnot, <laughs> yeah. and uh, or actor waitresses or whatever, and. Um, you never actually really deal with it because you never really confronted with it until now. Um, so, like, it was actually quite daunting to me. I kept asking myself, shame, man. If this is the reality of everyday life, why are you drawn to acting? Which begs the question, <laughs> why were you drawn to acting? 
I don't know. It's an addiction, I think. <laughs> Very much so. I, I do think it's a calling in a way. It's something that I always say to people. When I wanted to go and study acting, uh, a lot of people said to me, don't do it. Mm. Um, and I will never say to someone, don't do it. But I always go, is there anything else you want to do yeah. that would make you happy? If there is, do that. Ah, yeah. okay. If you can't live without it, then you're never going to be able to. So do it was less else. of a middle finger to the people who said, "Don't, don't do it." And that too. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but sometimes I think it's just a calling because yeah. um, I'm someone who absolutely loves stories. I love telling stories. I love sharing stories, and I think there's a power in knowing someone else through telling stories sure. or understanding, or actually just getting an understanding of humanity through yeah. stories. And you can imagine my mom's dismay when I wanted to be a pediatrician for so long, and I was like, "I'm going into acting." She's like, mm, "Whatever you, whatever your heart desires, my love." <laughs> but you, you raised an interesting <laughs> issue because I love the I love the narrative of you know we're telling stories here, and then the more you think about it, the more you realize that everything you do is a, telling a story. So even if you're a pediatrician, yeah, uh, you have to still tell the mother of the child or the father of the child a story about the child, tell, and yeah. all of all of what you do is research in order to tell that story and then prescribe the medicine or the operation which again is another story Story. storytelling is what we build communication and exactly it's how we how we as a society can function and learn and continue to grow and that's that's incredible to me that that idea that concept is lost on most people and then you know you want to do the thing that inspires the storytelling yeah and like people don't support that which yes. Sadly. <laughs> Sadly. It's, it's somewhat ridiculous. But here you are being supported. We love uh, the concept here on the Monatifele Breakfast. I'm looking forward to seeing the show this evening. Yes. Um, I want to get into the whole idea of what story you'll be telling this uh, this evening and uh, exactly how that's going to pan out and what to expect. But before we do, if you have any questions for our friend Sivan Estelle from Actors Life, let us know. 0798 otherwise at Corf CFM and 97. And we'll be back with them just after this. We play what we want. Some rubber duck for you. Ain't nobody got time for that. Well, actually, that name, well, that song was Feet, but we know them for Ain't Nobody Got Time for That. What we do have time for, however, hashtag Actors Life. Do we have to put in the hashtag as well? It isn't always in because some of the online systems don't allow it, <laughs> okay. but that is the full name. <laughs> All right, hashtag Actors Life, and if you didn't know who that was, you've just joined us. It is 8.41, we're speaking with Estelle and Sive from uh, the production themselves, and uh, it seems like you said this, this has gone through a couple of rewrites, changes, oh, and <laughs> shifts. You said you're on revision 10 about now, so that must mean the team must have changed slightly. How did the team come together for this, this particular production? For this particular production, um, I was looking for a new director, I was looking for a female male voice and I was also looking for someone to help me with the producing side so I contacted Jeremy Olicodio from Vulture Productions and he agreed to come on board and collaborate with me on the process and I was actually interviewing quite a few directors and he mentioned Tamron Spears and I contacted her. She is someone I never thought would consider the project and I was just so thrilled when she said she's interested she'd love to do the project um she came on board. Uh, we got to the point where we were starting with the tech stuff, and it's quite a, a complex technical show. There's a television. There's lots of interesting oh. things happening on stage. On 1995 of you. 
No, no, no. Projections. Projections. Oh, sorry, 98 then. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm missing. Um, it's uh, interesting because, you know, you've also obviously got CV here. And what I really admire about that, we had Jeremy on uh, yesterday. And I admire the concept of, you know, bringing a, a lot of people to collaborate together because then it makes it so much more accessible. How did you get involved, CV? So how I got involved is, um, well, I've worked with Tamron before. Tamron Spears, our director. And I'm very passionate about, because it aids difficult to actually get work in the industry or find you can either sit down and wait for work to come to you and I find it very interesting and uh, empowering for people to create their own work um, and to draw on all their resources as you said and especially if there's two female voices we had a female director and a female writer and a female performer so it almost felt fitting to join the team and help in any creative way that I possibly could um, because it's also very easy just to go in and just be like oh I'll do it for free or I'll do it for this but it's yeah. actually quite important to be in a part of a team which actually acknowledges your work and your creativity yeah. and and I feel like I've got an input in all the work that we yeah. do do See, and I walked in and immediately was adding to the show. Oh, wow. Sorry, I've got that about okay. <laughs> It's no, what we want. The, yeah. the humility is strong within you. So it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. You've got uh, the show that's going to happen now. The difficulty for me, having if I hadn't seen the... Oh, the tease. Yes. Is that right to call it a tease? What do you call it? It's a promo. 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 If I hadn't seen the promo, like I said, I would have been like, Ugh, okay, you know, there's no re- relativity to me. There's no relation to me. Like, why would I want to go and see a show about actors if I'm not an actor myself? And then I saw it and then I thought, there's some relatability here. And I imagine there would be, if I, you know, carried on watching uh, the actual thing, there would be a lot more relatability. So what's the response been in that regard? Like when non-actors have come to see your uh, no problem at all to follow the technical stuff about acting and, mm. and film. And people have come up to me and said, oh, wow, that's actually, um, that's how I act around my boss. Or yeah. that's how I, or I heard a story the other day about a, a, a rep that spilled his whole life story to a doctor in an hour and just had a breakdown. Oh. And and I just thought to myself, this is like a bad audition. <laughs> It literally happens to everyone. Sure. We all assume different identities. We all play different roles in our lives. We all try and put up the perfect mask, especially on social media. Hashtag living yeah. the best life. Yeah. And Hashtag actors life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but also I think it's just, I think sometimes, well, I, as a kid I grew up and your parents would tell you like, oh no, it's not real. So you always know that some part of actors aren't real. And also when you mm-hmm. date someone, they're like, are you acting now? Or are you doing this? So it feels like you aren't really a person. Yeah. So I think what this play does is also shows like the difficulties that it is having this career, mm-hmm. but also just like the human element where I think people forget that we are we're able to shift and change as many people do but because it's in front of like the eye of everyone watching that you almost forget that these are humans and they go yeah. through their own struggles and, and it's almost like it's just like you well I would imagine um, and I'll get back to what we were speaking about but I want to say I would imagine that as an actor and I think of like people like Heath Ledger who eventually like got so consumed by their role that like it killed him yeah um like there would be a, an element of you being consumed by your role as an actor to the point where you don't even see yourself as human anymore. Is that a reality? Is that? I think mm, that's a, a difficult question yeah. to answer. Uh, the, the point isn't to get so consumed okay. by your role that you can't differentiate between yourself and the character. And um, 
if you're in that space, you actually need to see someone. Right. It's actually a psychological issue, and you should be able to draw on your experiences and your um, emotional trauma, but not get lost in it. Mm. Yeah, but I think that's also why the stigma around mental health and everything needs to be it needs to be erased. Right. And that's why I think also uh, we've seen a lot of our actors and entertainers and everyone in the industry, mm. entertainment industry, especially here in South Africa at the moment, who we've seen great people fall yeah. um, because of the fact that you always have to keep up this pretense of a certain lifestyle or a certain image. Mm. And in actual fact, you do have some of your support system, but if people are so used to seeing you in a certain light, they don't get to see the human and the other side of yeah. you. So I think it is important and to know that we do exist in other in other shapes and forms. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, you said um, at least it's also that there there were two years when like you went like workless, yes. and <laughs> I'm almost certain. I mean, uh, that there were other people that you, I mean, you studied at Stellenbosch, so there oh, were yes. other actresses and actors actors, sorry, who um, <laughs> who went on and probably got other work and maybe major international roles. Yes. How does that? How does that? square with you you know you went through the same process but some people are doing in inverted commas more successful things and you have to still try and maintain like a strong social media presence because that's like what the industry requires what does that do to a person i think it's 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 a complex thing and it's also some people i i have a there's a character in the play mm. who is the person you you hate to love and it's the person that is just such a nice person you, you every time you meet them you're like oh she's so nice and then they get that role and you're like really <laughs> what has she got that I don't yeah um, so you do have that element of jealousy and you don't want it because at the same time you know that we're stronger as a community mm. we all have yeah. individualism and we all have something different to offer and your role is not the other person's role mm. if your yeah. role doesn't come up at that time, then you just have to keep hoping it will come up at a different time. Mm. Uh, and you have to also draw on your community and support your community because it's by showing also, for, especially for international work, it's showing the internationals that we are top standard, um, our quality is high, then more work comes here. Mm. Yeah. So not fighting against each other, but rather uplifting each other it, and it can be really really tricky when you're looking at someone going I work as hard if not harder yeah, yeah. I think also one thing that this play encourages is the sense of community that I think our industry is lacking but is slowly but surely growing in that sense um, because we eat sleep and drink rejection almost every single day <laughs> and you just but like I find myself very lucky waking up and just going yeah. okay I'm doing this again I'm trying again yeah. so yeah that's a beautiful quote um, ever ever tried ever failed no matter try again fail better Oh wow! It's well, here's someone British. who failed a lot and uh, really, really did well. In fact, one of South Africa's few Grammy winners. A little Shawn Josie to get it's your day coming your way on the Ultimate Campus Radio. Get down local flavor on your favorite local station and keeping it local. The actors, a live crew, coming in here. We're speaking with Estelle and Sive about their performance that's going to take place uh, tonight. Yes, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching tonight. And also, you're going to have another performance where we have two more a Friday at. Eight o'clock 
and yeah. Saturday at half past five. And where do these take place? At the Sudwaran Gazali. Okay, awesome. So looking forward to watching those. But what are we to expect? So we've spoken quite a bit about the play, but like in terms of emotion, am I going to feel sad for you? Sorry for you? Am I going to be delighted? You're going to laugh until you cry, I think. Okay. <laughs> and that's, that's the aim. <laughs> uh, you're going to travel with Christine. Mm-hmm. You're going to see her in her life. And I didn't write it to be her worst day in her life. It's a normal day in her life, but yeah. things just go wrong. One tiny thing after the other. So, do, would I feel bad, or do I need to have a sense of uh, schadenfreude to be able to, you know, enjoy the play? Like, do I have to be mean and feel like, ha she's going through pain? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think you're going to, you may walk out feeling better about your life, definitely. Oh, very good. Okay. But <laughs> you will be able to com- connect with her yeah. and actually feel for her and then laugh with her as well because she also just has moments where she goes, what am I doing? And so I, I get that those moments must be very realistic in like the actor's life. Yes. But how much of this play is realistic in the sense that all that's happening in this hour can potentially happen in a single day of acting? <laughs> I think it happens... Funny enough, just before we arrived to Bloemfontein, Estelle and I actually went to a casting call together oh, yeah. um, to play very interesting characters. Yes. And the like, there's an like in the one in the opening scenes, there's like an audition scene, yeah. and she fills out a form and like the crazy things that happen, and it seems so far fetched and out there when yeah. you're actually watching the play. But all of those questions were very much there, and we yeah. found ourselves giggling and <laughs> laughing. Like this is our industry. This is what we go through. Like. This is not strange. This yeah. is actually real life. So I don't know how often it would all happen in one day, but it is possible. Yes. Yeah. I would say it is possible that everything takes place on one day. Amazing. Well, not amazing, but like <laughs> good good to know. Um, it's really been good to have you in studio. I want to ask one final thing because like for me, even if you might not see yourself as successful, even if you might not see yourself as being able to pay your medical aid just yet <laughs> or whatever, you know, your if your DSTV privilege is low and you're there with compact and not premium, whatever the, the issue what, is. What, have a TV? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you pay your TV license? <laughs> so... I, I want to find out because I, I deem you to be a success story just considering the fact that you've written your own production you be able to produce it which is a big deal like I mean you're one of the few minority percentage who are able to, to actually do that um, so what would your advice be to people who want to break into the industry who have similarly like you gone through difficulties and just like you know want to give up I think uh Find your reason for doing it. Mm. Find your motivation. Uh, we are actually, as an actor, your business. You, yeah. you are a business, and every business has their mission statement. What is your mission, and why are you doing it? And then find ways to do it. Yeah. And even if you have to do other things um, to pay the bills, find ways to do that to bring the joy and to find your 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 passion again. Yeah. Um, and then just build your momentum. So if you start with just writing one scene and doing it, um, I, I don't know, in Cape Town you have the Alexander Bar, they do play yeah. things, you can go and try out new material there. I don't know where that is in different cities, mm. but just start with something and just do it. Would you recommend if, like, uh, for an actor in, like, a small Dorpy, would you recommend Cape Town as a good destination to build a career? Yes. Okay. It's difficult because people say Cape Town is clicky and yeah. everything else, but I think 
what it does have is if you, like Estelle said, if you have your vision and you have your statement, like Rome was not built in one day and you do have to fail in order to succeed. Sure. But as long as you have like your eye on the prize and you know what you're doing there and why you're there, I think you could be very successful. Awesome yeah. stuff. Well, that's CV and Estelle joining us. Uh, you can watch them Actors Live. Remind me again tonight. Half past eight. Half past eight. Friday. Eight o'clock. And Saturday. Half past five. In the evening. In the evening. Yeah. Yes. You don't have to get up early in the cold and the dark to, to no. go watch them. Um, they'll be at... Sitter and Gazelli. And definitely one of the plays on, on my list should be on your list too. Looking forward to seeing what the insides are of the actor's life. Thank you so much for joining us. Before we go away, if people want to follow actor's life, is there social media? Yes. At Christine the Actor She's on Facebook And on Instagram okay. And if you want to email me To come on our mailing list It's Christine the Actor At gmail.com Cool And Sive? Um, I'm just Sive, Hashtag Sive The stage manager So you'll okay. find me Popping up every here and there Awesome stuff <laughs> cool. And uh, follow Actors Life uh, To get all the updates With regards to The performance being played here On uh, the University of the Free States Freyfius It's uh, going to be exceptional Thank you so much once again ladies Thank Looking you Looking forward to Half past eight this evening Except that you get All the artists you love And all the big songs you like it's a radio station, and you're tuned into it. It's good. I listen to it. Of CFM. That was the Monate Fela podcast. Stay tuned for more. No, no, you snack. Things. All girls.